Blog Talk Radio. Race fans, we got something special just for you. Listen in as Chris, Yellow Caution Flag Creighton, and Mr. CJ Sports are in the studio. The 110 Nation Race Chat Live exclusive, bringing you interviews from drivers, promoters, and crews of all types of racing. These are interviews you do not want to miss, so make sure you guys check it out. Going on, race fans. Glad to be in the studio. Um, no, no, Chris tonight. Um, as Chris is under the weather, he's got some of that COVID nineteen. Uh, but we do got Craig Moore in the studio. Craig, how you doing tonight? I am well, buddy. How are you? Long time no chat. How's everything in Ohio? It's it's a little bit warm, warmer than I'd I'd appreciate it to be, uh, but can't complain. Warm week this week, cools back down. Got uh, baseball this weekend, got a concert this weekend, so I uh, can't complain. Um, I know you got some uh, travel plans. What what do you got got in line going on coming up? Well, we've got a busy busy DJ schedule down here, but uh, we're playing three four nights a week. But plus working our day job. But we are heading up to your old stomping grounds. Well, kind of in the Carolinas next week. Uh, we're going to Aiken, South Carolina, then Clemson, then Gatlinburg, and then back to Aiken. So, and we're doing it on the motorcycle. So we'll log about 2,000 miles before it's all said and done. That sounds like an amazing time. Um, can't wait to uh, get some free time myself. Um, as a matter of fact, one of the locations you're stopping is Gatlinburg. We will be there here in about four or five weeks, first weekend of October. So looking forward to that. Um, we got a new show Monday night. Um, we, we've had a peak in interest of uh, having athletes come on and uh, do interviews, and it's something that we have been wanting to get back into um, and bring a lot more of uh, – a lot more here on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network. So uh, we did a collaboration. We got the, the 110 Nation Race Chat Live exclusive, an opportunity for myself and the crew over at Race Chat Live, V. Craig, Chris, Taz, um, those that are free to join. And we sit down and spend 15, 20 minutes interviewing different drivers, different track promoters, different crew members um, to these drivers and kind of uh, – get an inside uh, look of uh, what goes on um, in a racing career or a race weekend and all that all that fun stuff because most of us, we just turn the TV on, the crowd, the, the stadium's full or the, the stands are full of people and cars are sitting on the track and assume that was just, you know, at snap snap and everything came into play. Um, and obviously that's not how it goes. And uh, I think we assume some of these drivers – kind of just get to make their way up through the ranks based off of money and who they know. 
Um, looking at Landon Lewis's resume, Craig, um, I, I think we're far from it. Eight-time in total go-kart champion, uh, many modified wins in, in the uh, Mid-East Dirt Modified Series. Um, legend car, one of only two drivers to do seven. We'll let him talk about that. Arca Series driver and, and much, much more. Uh, I'm glad our debut show we got we got to get somebody on here that um is letting letting their resume speak for themselves versus allowing money um and just you know just who you know opportunity landon lewis coming into this at five years old and really just laying down a resume um learning these tracks getting good seat time quality seat time yeah no and that's definitely important um I don't know if he's in the studio yet, but, you know, so much of today's NASCAR or um, motorsports is driven by not so much talent, but it's driven by the, the almighty dollars, the dead presidents that you can bring to the organization that, mm-hmm. as you said, it is nice to somebody who is doing it the old-fashioned way. Yeah, it's definitely uh, glad to see someone that's been in the sport all their life, obviously has a love and a passion. And this is something we wanted to bring to Monday nights. And, of course, still we got Race Chat Live on Tuesday night, which Craig is part of that show over there. The guys will recap you, or guys and lady, uh, will recap you guys on everything that happened at Walking Glens this weekend, who's in, who's out right now in the playoff picture. And then, of course, Wednesday nights, we got the 110 Nation um, sports show. Mario and myself recapped how we thought the AFC was going to play out last week. This week, we'll be tackling the NFC as we get ready for the NFL season, college football, everything really coming into full circle um, as we hit the fall year, uh, fall sports and everything. Um, So looking forward to that. Make sure most of, most most of these shows we're gonna have our guests come on ten o'clock. Now we got a little bit a little bit later of a delay. Uh, we got them coming on. We got Landon Lewis hitting us up about eight uh, fifteen to come in the studio. Um, we wanted to make sure we got all the bugs worked out. We was all ready for Landon Lewis on this first uh, first episode. Uh, don't forget, you guys can follow. Uh, you can like us on Facebook, the One Ten Nation Sports. You can also like Race Chat Live on Facebook. Follow them and everything they got going on over there. Uh, my personal fan page, Mr. CJ Sports. Also, make sure you guys check out our site, www. The One Ten Nation Sports. Radio Network, um, where you can catch all the shows, the blogs, show schedules, marketing partners, um, and also all the links to all the different platforms we are on. You can catch these shows, these podcasts on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Podchasers, YouTube, um, Amazon Music, and Audibles, uh, really any major platform um, that you can catch different podcasts on you can catch our podcast there um so make sure you guys go to our website check that out follow us on whatever platform you uh, listen to podcasts on that way when you know when the next show is out um anything else you can think of to add to anything i said there Craig? no i think it's exciting amazon music is a new platform for us here at the one ten. um if i'm not mistaken so that's exciting I usually try to catch the shows on um, Spotify. 
speak of, I don't get a chance to listen in on Tuesday night. Uh, I am going to try and call tomorrow. I actually forgot about it last week because I have been busy, busy, busy at work. So, uh, when you work in radio, you're always busy. It's like when you work yeah. in the convenience <laughs> market, you're always, you're always on the move. You're always doing something. It's no different yeah. in my and it's been, and talking about being on Spotify, it's really a convenient, you don't know how many times that I have just chose different platforms just to try them on different platforms to see how easy it is to let people know um, how simple it is to find our shows. Uh, make sure you also subscribe to our YouTube channel as we continue to work on that. We had a lot of things go on uh, where I was unable to do videos and stuff. Um, getting back into the swing of them, learning a lot more this week, so uh, looking forward to that as as well. Um, for those that don't follow Race Chat Live, make sure that you guys uh, like them on Facebook. That way next year, I, I really like how this played out. Next year, you can join our racing pool. We have a race pool with the 110 Nation and Race Chat Live. We are in the final week because we go to Daytona of the regular season. Group A, you got two guys that are eligible for one spot, one playoff spot. And Group B, you got four people eligible for two spots. I am glad to see that this point. And Group A is not even decided yet. I think all top three, myself, Chris, and I don't know if you're the third place, Craig, or who was third third place, um, but you got uh, three people that are, it's Taz, Taz, Chris, and myself, all eligible to uh, win the points, and Craig's in the running for one of the, la- one of the last uh, uh, playoff spots, but I, I, I am glad our, our racing pool played out this way where we came down to the last week and we got so many people eligible to even be in the playoffs or win the group still. Um, and, and so for those that missed it this year, make sure that next year uh, you guys join the race pool. It doesn't cost anything. We've given out multiple prizes. we still got more things to give away as uh, we continue to finish up this race season. But uh, very, very excited how this played out. This is, I think how all of us here at the 110 Nation and Race Chat Live envisioned it when we behind the scenes were kind of throwing different ideas on this race pool and how we wanted to function and what our overall hopes and vision this was how this was going to play out. I think it played out exactly how we was how we was all hoping it would. Yeah, I think it played out well. I mean, I was I was a little concerned in the beginning of the year because it was a brand new pool. But uh, listen, in the Group B, we got a couple of minutes. In Group B, Lutzerkowski, who has forgotten to do every pick for the last month, still has a shot to make playoffs. Uh, my other half, Teresa, has a shot. James Carroll has a shot. And your wife has a shot. Yep. The only one that's not a limit, the only one that doesn't is Austin in Group B. Uh, last year's winner between the hosts, so uh, Lee Reed, well, unfortunately for Miss Lee, she is elimin- eliminated, and so is Jared. Jared, who was, uh, was a host of Southern Dirt Chat Report um, as part of the yep. 110, uh, hangs out in the backside. I'm sure is catching the show right now in the group. Um, yeah, uh, so it's it just cool that it played out where we got all these positions uh, uh, uh 
overall winner in Group A still to still to play out uh, one final spot in Group A and then two spots in, in Group B. It's really cool. Um, so I'm glad that the, the, the only thing I hope for next year is just we get bigger. Uh, hope we get the opportunity to extend our uh, um, extend our. Uh, our pool and have it grow even bigger. Um, we got well, landed in I the studio. We... Real quick, Jason. I want to give a shout out to Taz Taylor. Uh, every week he puts these, he puts the points together, and you know he tallies up the points. I know he is a busy man. He's got a one-year-old plus three-year-old plus six-year-old, so uh, he is a busy man as well. So I want to thank him for his hard work and dedication. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but wanted to oh, give Taz a huge shout out as well. Oh, most definitely, um, most most definitely, Taz uh, does a lot behind the the scenes, getting the pool together. We're going through all the emails to make sure that nobody's been maxed out, who's still available, and then putting out who everybody picks then the new point system, and then everything else to prepare for the next week coming up. Um, Taz does a lot behind the scenes and a phenomenal job with this uh, race pool, um, and, and definitely definitely wouldn't have this without him. Um, we got Landon Lewis in the studio. Um, looking forward to have a conversation with him. Outside of my co-host, uh, it, it, catch me, it caught me off guard, Reed. I thought Actually, I thought it was my co-host because it's the same area code as uh, Landon is calling in from. So first, that's what I thought it was, and I realized by the number it wasn't. Uh, so it always catches me off guard. Spent 25 years in that neck of the woods in the Carolinas. Uh, so it's good, always good to see the area code um, that I spent half, half my life in. Uh, but without any further delay, let's go ahead and get you in here. Landon, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing great. Um, glad to uh, be on Monday nights. Glad an opportunity to sit down, get to um, get to know you, get an opportunity our listeners to get to know you, and uh, looking forward just to uh, learn some new stuff tonight. Um, my math serves me right. You've been uh, doing this since you were barely out of diapers. What got you into racing? What age did you start? Um, how, did, how did this all kick off? Like, at that age, most people ain't thinking about a racing career. Uh, no, definitely not at four years old. I don't think anyone's, I guess, looking at a racing career. Um, but I got started at my family um, involved in racing all my life. And I grew up at the racetrack, watched my dad race. And I always kind of knew I wanted to do it, I guess, at that age. Um, and then my dad gave me the opportunity one day to just try it out. And I guess ever since then, it's just uh, kicked off from, from four years old to 17. So it's been really fun, honestly, and uh, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Can you even remember a day of not racing? Like, can you remember life before racing? Uh, honestly, not really. <laughs> I, I don't I mean, I remember I think what, what the day was of my first day like, in racing, um, but definitely don't remember before that. Looks like um, early in your career, you started off with a lot of success with essentially eight championships in the go-kart series um, and, and a national winner, a lot of wins. Uh, what was that like? Did that help with the confidence? Um, 
was there a lot of learning curve? I mean, that's a lot of wins and a lot of championships in your younger years. Um, was, was there was there a lot of was there any time frame that wasn't as easy going with the, all the wins? And was there a lot of learning um, in, in those early years? Well, there's definitely a lot of learning. I feel like in any you know form of racing, how it doesn't matter how long you've been doing it, you're always learning something to kind of get the race back. So there was definitely a lot of learning, um, but it was just really cool. Uh, you know, go-karts was my first thing. So I did those for about, I'd say, 12 years. Or not 12 years. Probably, honestly, about eight or nine years. And I did that for a while and learned a lot. And then finally was able to move on from there and had a really good success, I feel like, in my go-karting um, career. And then I moved on from there and went to Dirt Modified and started racing for Ron Hornaday with his program. And it really hit off really well. We got two wins and uh, right off the bat, and then ever since then, it just kind of took off as far as my racing career from then. At what point was that a, a conversation? Like, when did you or your family feel that it was time for you to move up into the modified series? I honestly, I'm not sure. I mean, my dad, uh, you know, he's kind of seen, I guess, the, the progression I was making as far as in go karting, and uh, I guess he just seen something and figured it was time to make this step up. And he actually got in contact with We went to a local dirt track by my house and watched actually mm-hmm. one of Ron's modifieds win the race. And my dad's like, oh, okay, we definitely got to get in contact with him and get one of those modifieds. They look really fast. And so we ended up getting in contact with Ron's daughter about getting a modified and actually drove up here for one of my banquets that I had for go-karting. And I honestly was really surprised. I didn't know that this, that was going to happen. My dad never told me until I actually got to Ron Hornaday's shop and was able to end up buying a modified that day from Ron. And then Ron actually comes to my first race and watched me, and I guess seen something in me um, that he, I guess, mm-hmm. wanted to keep helping me. And ever since then, it's just Ron's been behind me 100%. The whole Hornaday family has invited me into their family 100%. So it's just really cool to be a part of the family and uh, really cool that they've helped me. So I want, I want to make sure I got this right because this seems like just like a dream come true. Essentially, you guys just called up Ron Hoare today and said, look, we, we feel he needs to be in one of your cars, and that was kind of how it all got going? Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess that's kind of how, what I've heard, um, what my dad told me. It's kind of how it went down. You know, we went on Facebook, found their Facebook page, found the phone number on their Facebook page, called the number. It was Ron's daughter, and she invited us up and said, yeah, we got a modified for sale if you want to buy one. I guess come on up, and we went up and ended up buying the modified that day. And ever since then, it's just kind of took off from there. I mean, obviously, the resume speaks for itself. Even at that point, that's just like, how cool is that to have somebody big, somebody local, somebody, you know, you idolize, just give you an opportunity. Just like, you know what? All right, I'll take a shot in the dark. Let's do this. Uh, That's just really cool. You don't get that from everybody everywhere, especially other sports as well. So that's really cool. Um but the success and the road doesn't stop there. Um, Legend Cars, um, you've made a pretty big name for yourself and did something that most other drivers have not been able to do. As a matter of fact, you're only the second driver to do this. Talk a little bit about your Legends career. Legend, my Legends career, honestly, has been really great, and uh, it's something that I'm very thankful for of how it honestly all come together. It's pretty cool. It, you know, um, the guy I drive for, Joe Ryan Racecars, he actually dates um, Ron Hornaday's granddaughter. Um, so it kind of comes in full circle. And I actually went and tested <laughs> one day at, at at Concord before they closed down and tested one of his cars. And Ron comes to the track with us. And 
they said that I did a really good job, and we went down to Florida for a big uh, national event that U.S. Legend Cars has every year down there at Citrus County, and I ended up winning my second race ever um, in one of those cars. And so um, I guess from there it kind of took off, and ever since then just been full at it. I uh, ended up winning the trifecta last year, or the year before last, and was able to win uh, dirt, asphalt, and road course um, world finals. So I guess that's definitely a highlight in my career, but um, really cool to be a part of uh, Duran Race Cars and my legend cars. Landon, for, I have a question for, for you, Craig. Landon, I have a question for you, Craig Moore here from South Florida. How are you? I'm doing great. How about you? You know what? We're above ground taking nourishment. It's a great day. That's right. Um, for people that don't know what a legend car is, it might be tuning into this show for the first time. Briefly explain to us what a legend's car is in layman's terms. Uh, I, a legend car, honestly, it's very hard to drive. Uh, they have really short wheelbase. They have a lot of power with uh, very little grip. So you have to learn how to drive, I feel like, on the edge every lap to be really, really fast. So they're uh, really cool cars. They're, you sit in the middle of them. Uh, they have motorcycle motors in them. You know, the shift, the shifting is one down, five up. So just like a motorcycle, uh, short wheelbase, low grip. So you just have, you're on the edge of your seat, I feel like, at all points of the, the race and uh, the time you're in them. So that's uh, about legend cars, I guess, in a roundabout way, just really fast. That's awesome. That's awesome. Go ahead, CJ. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. <laughs> oh, no, you're good. Um Speaking of the trifecta, for someone, it's Leighton Turns, I'm going to the same place he is. Someone, yeah, speaking to those that don't keep up with the Legend Series, one, how big of a deal is the trifecta? I understand you're the only the second to do it, but how, how, how many years have they been doing this trifecta? Is this something that's a long-going tradition, um, something that is a newer tradition um, for those that don't keep up with the Legend Series? Well, so about, uh, I guess I could tell you about the trifecta and what it means. Um, it's honestly, so every year, U.S. Legend Cars, they put on three national events for dirt racing, road course racing, and oval racing. And everyone mm-hmm. from around the country, the world, comes to, the, to this race, right? And so I actually mm-hmm. ended up winning the dirt um, portion of it um, in the semi-pro class, and then I won uh, the road course portion of it, and then I won the oval portion of it. So I won all three uh, I guess, types of their events that they had um, and was able to win the races against everyone in the country and everyone in the world that comes to that race. So uh, it's a really cool deal, and I was, you know, fortunate enough to – I was the second ever to do it. Um, so just really cool to be a part of that. Now, last year you got an opportunity to run in the Yarkus Series. Um, how much different was that for you? Um, and in and, and, – all these different types, the go-karts, the modified, the legends, and the Arca series, how much of a difference is the driving style? How much, I guess, racing or, or practice time do you got to take to adjust to different cars, or are they pretty similar? Well, obviously, the way you talked about the legends car, there's nothing really similar to that. Um, but what's it like transitioning from one series to the next or, i.e., one car to the next? Uh, it's very different, obviously, just because, you know, a stock car to a electric car or a dirt modified, it's uh, very big, very heavy, very fast, have a lot of power. So it's just a lot of stuff going on. I feel like underneath you, too, as far as suspension and stuff like that. So 
it's a lot you honestly have to learn and a lot that goes into them and, and a lot that goes into winning one of those races. Uh, one of those races are honestly more effort than anything, I feel like, because everything has to go right. Um, everything in your day has to go perfect. And as a driver, you have to do everything right. Um, so it's, uh, the stock car stuff is definitely different, but I feel like if any driver is, is good, they can hop into any uh, forms of those racing and do very well. Now, I've seen a little bit of highlights, and, of course, your your resume, my law, good God. Um, different tracks. Um, it's always interesting to me and what drivers prefer. Um, are you a road course super speedway? I mean, obviously having a uh, – especially the Arca Series having that win um, on a road course, uh, I'm sure that uh, road course has got to be a very uh, comfortable thing for you. But what what – what kind of track do you prefer? The super speedways, the uh, media, uh, what size, what one I'm looking for, um, the mile and a half tracks. I'm drawing a blank on what we actually call those these days. Um, and even the short tracks. Um, is there any one you prefer over another? Um, you know, it's, it's funny that you ask that question because a lot of, I, honestly, a lot of people ask me that and they're like, what do you think, like, what do you like the most? And I'm like, honestly, like, road racing, um, it's something that I, I don't come from. It's not a background that I come from. I come from a dirt background. So uh, mm-hmm. I would say road racing is really, really fun because it's something different, right? You know, there's 12 mm-hmm. corners. There could be, you know, there's multiple corners. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on throughout every corner and, and different techniques that you have to use in every corner. So, I mean, obviously oval and, and dirt racing is a blast, but road racing is just something different. And uh, it's always something new, right? So I think road racing is just very, very fun to me. And, and I, I agree with you. And I, I like how NASCAR has changed. I remember growing up, and I I never cared for road courses. But it's like the same two road courses, Sears Point, Watkins Glen. That was really it in the 80s and 90s. It kind of gives you my age a little bit. Um, I like what NASCAR has done with the street, uh, like the Chicago street race and Indy changing up, just giving us a little variety Um because then you got to get sucked into these tracks versus just seeing the same two tracks year in and year out. So um, I, I think that the road courses have definitely become a more popular track to watch and go to. I think people are really embracing it more um, than the early days because everybody got tired of watching these ringers come in because the cup guys just really weren't road course drivers. And now you guys coming in, you guys – spend a lot more time on the road course, and I like that. Um, this year, I, I know you you got a schedule of races. I know you got some more still coming up. Let's talk a little bit about 2023, um, how this year has gone for you or gone for you so far. What was the goals for the year, um, and what do you still have coming up for the rest of your season? Yeah, definitely in 2023. Uh, it's been an amazing year, honestly. Um, being able to lead the points in the Arca, Arca Menard Series, uh, leading the points. In, we're, we were leading the points. Um, we're one point back out of first now. So very, very close points battle on that side of things. Uh, we've won, you know, won a race. We've finished inside the top five every race, I feel like. So it's been, a, honestly, a really good year for all of us um, on the Arca side with Cook Racing Technologies, Bruce Cook, and everyone over there. I brought me a really fast car everywhere we've been, so I can't thank them enough and always sticking with me and wanting to get better, right? Um, it's never ending there of wanting to get better and learning every day. 
Um, that side's been really well. The Legend Park side, I haven't done much this year, but uh, the races I've done, we've ran really, really well. Um, we won the road course uh, championship out in Vegas earlier this year. Was uh, really good in Nashville when we raced there at the um, at the fairgrounds. So um, the Legend Car side is going really, really well, and uh, I just honestly, 2023 has been a really great year for me. Um, do you do, do you do you still do schooling? Um, obviously, 17 years old. Um, you're still in that younger age. You do schooling. Did you graduate early? Uh, what's what's your education, um, and how's that working around a race career? Uh, it's uh, obviously I, I just so I just graduated high school uh, this year. I graduated okay. a year early, so did two years in one. Okay. Uh, it was definitely tough. It was definitely tough while racing, uh, but I knew that I had to get it done just because I want to focus on racing and put all my focus towards it to try to give myself the best opportunity to make it to one of the top three series in NASCAR. So uh, I'm done with school, but I did do homeschool, so that made life a little easier. Um, but definitely school, I, I really enjoyed it for sure. Um, and, and a couple of last things, we'll get you out of here. Um, I kind of like to step away from the sport itself for a second and um, get, let the fans get to know you a little bit personally in your spare time. Um, you get a weekend to kind of get away and do what you want to do, nothing race-related, just kind of hang out with some high school friends or neighborhood friends that you grew up with. What, what would you do? What's a, what's a fun time for a weekend for you? Huh. There's honestly not a lot of weekends that I get to do that, uh, either racing uh, every weekend or in the shop working with all the guys and uh, just trying to get myself better and learning the car. So there's not a lot of weekends that I get off, um, but I enjoy it. And I went for it for the world. But I guess the weekends that I do get off, I like to go on the boat. Uh, going Lake Norman here is really fun. Um, I like to do that. I like to uh, hunt fish. Just being outside, honestly, is really fun to me. Um, anything I get to do outside is definitely a blast. Now, uh, where you stay, is that close to uh, Charlotte? Yes, I live in uh, Mooresville, North Carolina. Okay. Uh, they had uh, supplies or hometown. I never heard of that um, on your site. Um, like I said, I spent 20, 25 years in North Carolina. I can't tell you how many times I've been to the Charlotte Motor Speedway. I've been to Hall of Fame. Um, did a couple of events out there with Chip Canassi Racing. Um, they used to hold a uh, sound garage thing. Um, so really kind of familiar with that whole area. It's a beautiful, beautiful area that way. A lot of racing. Um, been to a couple of local tracks out that way as well. Um, but I want to thank you, Landon, for coming on, uh, giving us an opportunity to get to get to meet you, get to know you, um, with the fans, get to uh, hear your story, and get a little get to know a little bit about you. Um, hopefully, later on in the season, um, get a, some more races underneath the belt, and we get towards the end of the season, we get you back on and see how the plan, how the season ended, and what the plans are for 2024. Uh, but uh, wish you the best of luck on your upcoming races, and hope to talk to you soon. Yes, thank you guys for having me on, and I'd like to thank all my sponsors before I go off. Um, Red Source, yep, yep. American Research Incorporated, uh, MMI, Lulu's Waterfront, uh, Cook Racing Technologies, Team Hornet Development, uh, just everyone that makes it possible. Um, it wouldn't be, obviously, my mom and dad for giving me this opportunity. Um, it just wouldn't be possible without anybody. So, big thanks to everyone, and thank you guys for having me on. You're thank welcome. You, yeah, you don't want to talk to mom and dad. <laughs> yeah, definitely, want to, uh, definitely don't want to leave out that. <laughs> Make sure you guys check out his site, www.landonlewis.com. Um, a lot of great things going on there. His upcoming race. Uh, make sure you guys go out and get to the track and check him out. Landon, you have a great night, and we'll talk to you soon. See you soon. 
Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Have a great night. You too. Oh, Greg. Um, Tuesday night, tomorrow night, Race Chat Live. I know you said you're busy. You're going to be trying to call in. Um, and, and for those that uh, are listening to the show, when we all say we're busy, all of us go back and catch all the shows. All of us either listen to them on different platforms or we might be too busy to be on the show while it's on. But you ought to see the chat room going on. Good Lord, I have to mute my phone half the Tuesday nights because you guys be carrying out the conversation after the show. And uh, I usually fall asleep. Do you hear the wife start huffing a puff when you hear the ding, 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 ding? Yeah, that's, uh, so why mine usually... goes, that's why mine goes on airplane mode. <laughs> so I usually, I usually mute it when it's time for uh, me to lay down so she ain't got to hear the ding. And she's, I sleep through that stuff. She don't. Um, but uh, Wednesday night, you know, the 110 Nation Sports Show. Go ahead, Greg. The one thing I was going to ask him, and I I didn't, uh, I couldn't get in quick enough because, you know, you were rapid fire was, and that's cool, but I wanted to ask him what his least favorite style track is, the one that he struggles the most at. And by the sound of it, and by the sound of it, he don't struggle at many, but... Uh, no, it's a lot of wins. I was watching it. I was watching. I watched his win. Um, he actually was racing Cole Custer for the uh, races. That was a uh, green, white checker. Um, as exciting as that was and glad to see him win, the race that he actually finished second was more of an exciting race to me. I think it was Dover is where they were at. But him and I forget who it was that finished first, they were banging and beating off each other's door um, coming around that last lap. It was uh, very exciting to watch. Um, but uh, Miss Lee, since we have a guest lined up for next week, and I forget already, I'll pull it up real quick. Um, as we get wrapped up and get out of here. Um, I'm glad the Internet people came out today and uh, fixed the Internet. I actually upgraded the service last Thursday or Wednesday, actually paid seven times the amount for this service because it's supposed to be high speed versus the stuff we had. It lasted three days, and it went out. Come to find out these damn squirrels chewed a hole through the damn cable, so... I could only be so mad at them for it. Um, the cable. They were people. they were hungry. Uh, Feed them. <laughs> oh, Y'all don't have. Got upset about it. Bring those home. <laughs> That's mad all weekend because everything is linked to that Wi-Fi. There's like we have YouTube TV. Um, you know, everything is linked to that outside of our phone. So unless you wanted to look at your little phone, we had to go figure out life. But. Uh, yeah, of course, me and the wife did. We had soccer, one one kid. We had comedy show and other things that we, we were able to find to do. But uh, next week we got um, Isaiah Kitzmiller. I probably jacked that up. Uh, joining us, looking forward to have him on the uh, 110 Nation uh, Race Chat Live exclusive. Not sure who's going to be in the studio with me. I think Craig said he's going to be on the road. I know Taz uh, has got kid duties on Monday, and uh, the wife's uh, doing schooling and better bettering herself. So uh, um, he's got a lot going on there. Um, so hopefully Chris will be over being sick next week. Um, he said he's going to be back. He said message it in, but, you know, we'll see. Um, hopefully get better soon. 
I know some people get over quick. Some people it kicks their butt. Um, Craig, any last words for you? Uh, get out of here. I will try to definitely jump on next week. I'm eating homemade jalapeno poppers, and they're a little spicy. I think she's trying to kill me. <laughs> hey, do me a favor. Tell Darth Vader next week to stay the hell home. <laughs> All right. My, uh, my cue to get out of here. We'll work on uh, Dark Vader staying at home. Uh, Love you, brother. Make sure. <laughs> Love you too. Make sure you guys check us out. www.the110nationsportsradionetwork.com. Uh, make sure that you guys check out Race Chat Live tomorrow at 8 p.m. The 110 Nation Sports Show, Wednesday night, 8 p.m. We'll be back here next Monday night. Or, yeah, next Monday night for the Race Chat Live, uh, the 110 Nation Race Chat Live exclusive. You guys have a great night, and talk to you all next week. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 